0: Johnson Show. This is Josh Johnson, joined by my co-host and fellow stand-up comedian Logan Nielsen. Logan, how you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing good, buddy. How are you? Um,
0: I'm all right. I haven't eaten yet, and so
1: say that was that was a slightly. Di- <laughs> this is Josh Johnson. Yeah,
0: I usually say I'm, and and this yeah. time you you can you'll be able to tell throughout the episode I haven't eaten.
1: Yeah, no, I know. Well, I like that when we got on the Zoom call, you said you hadn't eaten, and it's like, oh, well, after we do this, you'll get something to eat. And then we've been sitting here talking for a while before we even started yeah, recording. No, so that's fair. We, we're just hitting you up uh, even more famished now.
0: Yeah, yeah. But uh, All the stories are going to be about food they're just going to drift into food. <laughs> like, 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 I'm going to start telling you a story about, right. <laughs> about me as a child and then I'm just going to turn it into a tomato mid-story.
1: Right, yeah. You're, well, you're just going to be, like, talking about some something crazy that happened at a funeral, but you're just going to get way too sidetracked by, like, the food they had there.
0: Yeah, and then they had this <laughs> this spread, right? It had some hummus in it. And, and you'd and be the, going off with, like, these little ham
1: sandwiches. All And, like, you'd be on it for a while and you'd be like, oh, and then the body fell out of the casket. And I'll be like, no, <laughs> wait, no, no, we clearly. No, no, no. <laughs> we focus on the wrong part,
0: <laughs> man. I do have, I okay. I've had this thing on my mind for a while, and I okay, and I do want to talk about it because I think it's important. And uh, there's 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 been a whole shift, and I'm I'm sure you've seen it, but there's been a whole shift of people who are not returning to jobs that they were not satisfied with before right. the pandemic. Yeah, and there's all these different narratives being spun about it. Like people don't want to work. They want unemployment benefits, right, like all this stuff right. like that. But then when you really look at the job, it's like, well, are you going to snatch up that job? Like, are, like, are you like, what's the, what's, what's the, the reasoning thing. behind well, them all, leaving? Be honest. That's the, thing. The,
1: the people who are always the ones being like, God, no one wants to work anymore. Are people who would not be caught dead doing that job.
0: Or people that's who also it is. don't work. If you were, yeah. I don't count being a like, I, maybe somebody will come for me and that's fine. I don't count being a CNN pundit as work. You, you, <laughs> you get on TV and you talk right. about what other people are doing that you don't know in situations you've probably never been in. You speak for right. whole groups that you don't actually hang out with. Like, it's just, yeah. it, it's one of those things where it's like you're on TV and you're, you're doing book deals and all this stuff like that. But like work, come on, work. What?
1: And I think a a lot of those jobs, especially because a lot of them we find it's like service industry and stuff like that, where it's it's where people aren't wanting to go back. Because really the pandemic showed they already like, you know, weren't the jobs that weren't paying great already. And then the pandemic straight up like, oh, my company didn't care if I caught a virus and died. Yeah. You know, it's like. Well, I mean, the companies pretty like blatantly were just like we don't care about you, which we already knew, but now it's like, oh, we really know. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know why. Why would you go back? I don't know.
0: Like- yeah, and and so so the thing that I think is is ingrained in us, and I think that there's a shift, which is a good thing that's happening, but there are a lot of people that want to treat corporations like people, even if you want to treat corporations like. People, you still have to treat all these people, people and corporations equally. So, as an example, if I want a jet, right? I want my okay. own jet. Sure. And so I, I I rock up to the <laughs> to the Jet store.
1: Yep, yeah, you go to one of those that's in a strip mall. You know, you the one to next to the store. Best Buy. So yeah, I, you know, I, it's right there. It's always right next to
0: I, I rock up so to the Jet store. Between a Hollister
1: store. and uh, mm-hmm. and a Yankee Candle is uh, is yeah. the Jet store.
0: And I tell them I want a Jet. And they're like, okay, that'll be $20 million. And they're like, oh, I I'm sorry, I don't have $20 million, but I very much want a Jet. Well, they're like, hey you don't have $20 million, come back when you do or don't come back at all because you can't afford a jet, so you're not going to have a jet. Right. We all understand that logic. It all makes sense to us. But for some reason, with companies, if a company wants something that they truly can't afford, if a restaurant wants to be in business, but they can't afford to pay their workers and they can't afford quality goods and they can't afford, then you can't can't afford to be in business. Right. But – companies continue to get the excuse of like cutting corners or like docking wages or trying to keep the minimum down, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But the truth of the matter is you're either one, you're probably very few people are good at business. Very, like very few people in general, because business is hard. Was that your stomach? No, that was a motorcycle outside, but I could see why you would think that. (laughs) It
1: literally, because I heard something before that I could tell was outside doors, but that I really couldn't tell if it was a vehicle or your hunger. I could not tell. I'm so sorry yeah. for interrupting.
0: No, no. If if that was my stomach, I should walk away from my life right now and go eat something. <laughs> not yeah, even yeah. just walk into no. the kitchen. I think I need to yeah. leave my apartment.
1: No, I was going to suggest, like, we need to stop because that was alarming. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> that made my house rumble. Yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry you're building up to a point i'm so sorry
0: oh no no big deal um i'll 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 think of it but yeah no it's just it's it's a thing where we've consistently done that where a business has wanted something that they clearly cannot afford you cannot afford this thing so and you're not trying to take a loan or anything you're trying to just get it because you want it i've worked for people i've worked i've worked for uh, whole productions when I did design that yeah. could not afford my services. They knew right. they could. They they already couldn't really afford me, and they definitely couldn't afford someone who. I, and this is why I was on like the bottom tier anyway. Right. So then I rock up and I'm like, oh, okay, here's the price. Let's say I was charging 500 bucks because I think it's right. going to be an easy job, and I'm not going to be that involved. I'm like 500 right. bucks, right? Kid in college, 500 bucks, and they're like, oh, we don't have. We don't have that much that you don't have everything you need right. to get what done, what you want to get done. And oh, as a business, sure. we always accept that. So then, as a business, they go to every designer in town, they're like, "Can anybody do it for 350?" No. No, they cannot because it costs at least five hundred, and that's what right. it should cost for my time. That's what it should cost to f- get quality, and and I think that like we've adopted that mindset as a country so much so that then when people try to because everybody's broke when it's time to pay people, whether you're oh, sure. a billionaire, millionaire, or a small business, everybody's broke when it's you know you even you even you have situations like that even with like live entertainment. Oh, for sure. You know where where. Yeah I've heard I've heard stories there was this guy who was like straight up it was it was like he was he was probably the most on top of it I've ever heard of a comic being Pratik when we were in um oh, yeah. Chicago told me about a, about there was this there was this comic that always checked his numbers and checked every sale Oh yeah yeah that because, was a, that
1: was a great story
0: Yeah because when you like when you um sell out As a comedian, a club or any venue that is taking also like, you know, like drinks and stuff like that. You you have the option of getting bonuses when you sign the initial deal. So if you sell out, there might be a whole bonus in it for you. Yeah. And if you're not careful and you're dealing with a shady place they're one not going to give you your numbers cuz they know yeah. that you, they know they owe you a bonus and now they don't want to give it to you or right. in the case of this comic they actually he he saw that there were six more seats and so he hit yeah. up six friends and was like hey do you want to come to my show they were like we're on the way then his friends come and he sees he sees the um, was it the club manager I don't know who it was who like it the was. manager I think it was the, turning they, his friends like, away
1: yeah turn them away and they were like trying to block the table off just so they could say they didn't sell out so they could screw this guy out of his uh bonus but then he walked up and he's like no no
0: (laughs) yeah and the fact that you have to be that on top of it the fact that you have to be that because this this person should be able to chill and get their set ready and go out and have a good show but the fact that they have to be that conscious of their money is 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 proof that like the free market's kind of a myth. This whole this whole idea that like all the businesses that are cream will rise to the top and all all the all the, the fairest markets that make customers happy, that's also a motorcycle, it's not my stomach. Um, <laughs> it'll all work out. And it's just that's so clearly not what's happening. And so well, I yeah. I applaud I anybody that's taking a step back to really take stock after the year that we had of like do these people care right. about me? Is there upward mobility? Is there is there a chance to move forward? What do I really want out of life? You well, know, that's like,
1: I th- I think a lot of the people are. I mean, and maybe there are just some people who are just like, hey, I'm making more on unemployment, whatever. And like even then, like I don't really care because like, well, great. Then I don't I don't know. <laughs> you found a loophole, like whatever. You also I don't know. pay
0: I th- into unemployment.
1: Yeah, you pay into it, like you know. So I I don't know that I like I don't get pissed off at either because I'm just like we should have better way we should have more benefits for everyone anyway just all around you know um but anyway uh, i think most people are just going like oh what do I, yeah what do i really want to be doing what you know i don't know i and for me i've had some of that too even though i'm already doing stuff i want to be doing and i don't know how you feel about this but I, I had like real moments of being like oh here's the types of gigs i'm not gonna do anymore Mm-hmm. just because the pandemic put it in perspective a little bit of just like, oh, I'm not I'm not going to waste my time. And I'm not like some sort of elitist in being like, I won't do bar shows anymore. No, I fucking love bar shows. It was just like, what am I going to do? Like travel versus pay, you know, because it, it, when you're young and you're a comic, you take everything. You take any gig that's thrown at you. They're always bad gigs. And it's like over the years, you have to start then finding that limit of where you say no to a gig, where they're like, oh, will you come do this for $50? No, I won't. Yeah, it's gonna cost me 150
0: to get there. So no.
1: Yeah, it's gonna cost me that to get there. And well, I remember there was a place in town here uh, that I worked at a few times when they just independently booked it, and and I got like you know a couple hundred to do like 20 minutes, which was great. And then an agency that I worked with started bu- booking them, and then they called me. and They're like, yeah, well, you do like I don't know like 30 minutes, 50 bucks, and I, and I, all I said was back. I just said the last time I worked there, I got like 250, and they said, oh okay, well we'll call you back. And I'm like, which means you ain't going to book me. And I'm not going to say yes to it unless you come back with that same amount. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's you're not, like, you're
1: not going to, that's them trying to skim,
0: money. you know, you're 250 for 200 and give you 50. Yeah. That's, that's, like that's what they're t- so clearly what's happening.
1: Yeah. And it's just like, you have to start being like, as much as I love doing shows and I love performing, you do got to start being like, Oh, what? when do I say no just for like, I don't know. I'm the principle of the thing more than anything. Sometimes, where it's just like, "Oh no, you need to pay for comedy. If you want comedy, you do need to pay for
0: it." Yeah, <laughs> like, because that's If you want someone
1: to travel for it and whatever. You
0: exactly, know. it's like that same business. If so, if a person wanted to get in for free, they'd have no problem telling them no. But then trying to get yeah. you to work yeah. for free is all, is like somehow reasonable.
1: And I think anyone out there, too, whether you're a stand-up or you're, I'm sure, like, graphic designers and photographers, whatever, this is something we all deal with where it's like, well, but, like, I don't have to, like, pay you a lot for this shitload of work you're going to do, right? And it's like, no! Like, you you don't think, no one would do that for a contract. If you had someone come over to, like, check, like, we've had it like, had to get our, like, water boiler checked here or whatever, you know, like, our a water heater and, uh, like, get new AC and stuff. And it's like, we'd never be, like, cool, but, like, I don't know, could you just, like, look at it for free? Like, yeah. I don't know, just like, because it's like, you're not, like, you're just looking at it. And it's like, no, like, because I I don't understand anything about this. I need to pay a man <laughs> to yeah. say, it's just hey, it's, you need a new one of these.
0: Exactly. It, it's it's a thing that I think people have also realized they've been putting up with for too long, and they're not putting up with it as much anymore. And I think that's great. And I think that yeah. for the most part, okay, clearly for most people, anytime your boss said you couldn't work from home they are clearly
1: lying because you that was the biggest thing of like you, oh we all can work from home now huh yeah
0: <laughs> and it and it's one of those things where you find out that they were lying about that or they weren't willing to be open-minded about that and now there's these places that are just like don't want to deal with the potential lost money from being understaffed so now they're adding all these benefits last minute and it's like Oh, you can afford to add benefits last minute. You're not even no. promising to do it by 2028. You can afford to just pop in and be like, all right, all right, we'll take care of your teeth, all right? Just all, all the teeth, just please come back.
1: <laughs> yeah, even the ones you just bring in your pocket. Yeah. We'll take care of those teeth. That will, mm. So, yeah, no, I know. I I think that's the biggest thing. And the, the people who, you know, who want to believe that, uh, the, the way America works has never been wrong and never will be wrong, and you should just appreciate having one. Like, that's what they're mad about. is just everyone else is realizing, like, oh, it has, like, they have just been lying to us about a lot of stuff. I mean,
0: I will Our say. Our episodes
1: start weird when we're hungry, huh? Sure,
0: sure, yeah. <laughs> I think, because here's the thing, and I don't want to sound like I don't love america because i do love being talking in your I mic like, please bud oh yeah there you go i don't want to sound like i i was
1: hungry <laughs> so i forgot i leaned over to talk yeah
0: <laughs> i leaned over <laughs> out of <laughs> hunger
1: <laughs> oh a little joshy hungry okay um, The, I'm sorry, what were you saying?
0: <laughs> just just the fact that, yeah, you know, I don't want to make it sound like I don't love America and I don't love being here. And I think that there are things that we can work on and everything. But I think that, the, you know, America's called the world's melting pot, but it's also the world's gaslight. It, it, we're, <laughs> we're, we're better at gaslighting than any other country I've oh, ever hell heard yeah. of. And yeah. one of the things, one of the hardest gaslights we do is the most obvious. Anytime someone is obsessed with something, they ask, why does it always have to be about this thing? My example is, anytime someone is obsessed with money, they always right. then have to wait until poor people want money. And then they have to be like, why is why is everything got to be about money? Right, yeah. But sir, you're yeah. a millionaire and you're wearing two Rolexes. I'm,
1: I'm sorry, you don't love working at McDonald's. I thought you did it for the art. You want money for this why
0: are you always talking about money it's the same come thing with, on. <laughs> the most racist people are like why does everything always have to be about race it's like
1: oh yeah that's yeah nah. that's 100 every
0: true. everything nah come on bad everything nah yeah <laughs> chill <laughs> chill <laughs>
1: It's like, it, and then it, he's like, "Don't tell me what to do." You-
0: <laughs> yeah, because then that's the other thing too is that I feel like if you if you aren't thinking about race that often, you just don't notice how much it's being brought up. But when you're constantly in like a defensive mode, you're like, "Why does everything yes. have to be about?"
1: <sighs> no, I know that's that's very true. That is very true.
0: Like I, I definitely, I think about it sometimes, but I don't. I'm not thinking about constantly, like you know what lens does this fit through and just trying to make everything right, like a yeah. blackety black 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 thing and why can't it be blacker and make it more blacker you know someone will <laughs> just say black, someone will just say like hey why does, why does only one black guy work here and then someone's like oh why does everything have to be about race yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, not everything. Just the one thing I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, this this thing. I think we should look at. And, and, yeah, there's um, no there's more.
0: no way that there was nobody. Come on, come on. Right, there was yeah. nobody. <laughs> right. It, it would make sense if there were eight of us. Like like. You could have the, you could have a racial reckoning in America if there were eight black people, because we can't right. do everything, you know. Like, right. Yeah. Like, like if a black dude is already an accountant, it's like, yes, I'm sorry, there are no black directors right now because there are eight black people, and two of them are right. accountants, and three of them are in the NBA. Like, like then it starts to make <laughs> more sense, you know. Yeah. But yeah. like, it it, 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 it's one of those things where I've noticed in America, like we gaslight hard about stuff, like even when. Uh, um you know when when people even bring up like gender issues people are like ah but you have it pretty good right and it's like i i clearly don't have it so good that i have nothing to talk about like
1: <laughs> right yeah well and, and like uh i i think the I mean, the American gaslighting like you're talking about starts from the origin of America of us being like, man, aren't? thank God we did what we did to get away from the British. Right. Doesn't everyone appreciate that? And then like ignoring the fact that I think England disbanded slavery like 100 years earlier than America. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah I, I don't know if uh, it was like the perfect situation for everyone. I don't know. A bunch of other people lived here first and. Oof-a-doof We sure did a thing Yeah You know yeah. But that's, that's where that Like the very initial thing I'm just like No but like uh, Thank God We uh, we drew the line With the old king over there
0: Yeah I mean you Isn't know. it great to be free Make sure you step over That dead body Don't trip Don't trip I don't want you to yeah, trip don't
1: trip Don't trip But isn't it great to be free <laughs> To to whip these guys Into picking stuff for you Isn't it great To have this freedom Isn't that great Yeah
0: Yeah right. The that's, real that's, freedom Yeah <laughs> Oh man, it is it is uh, a a weird feeling where you you realize that um, all the I knew I told you it was gonna happen and it's happening now. All the good food came from
1: tragedy. Yes, yeah.
0: Like there's never the story we talked about this when we were at. We, we, at
1: I was gonna say we just covered this a couple episodes ago. Yeah, I
0: can't <laughs> believe. Like I really st- so we talked about it right. Right. And then I started researching it. And then the... Oh, okay. The okay. I was deli- worried you were
1: just going to say the same point. I'm like, wow, he is hungry. He's talking about food from other episodes.
0: No, no. <laughs> it's just like, you'll look at the dish and you're like, oh, like, it's it's like finding out. Okay. I'm trying to find the it's right like- words to say. It's like, it's like finding a picture of your sweet, 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 great grandma. Right. So you right. never met her, but you, yeah. you hear all these great stories and then like, you know, um you see the picture and the picture is in sepia tone, but it even looks sweet at everything. Right. And then uh, someone just casually mentions like, Oh, by the way, she was a Nazi, but like, and you're like, Oh no. Right. Well,
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's my thing. Any ancestor I know, but I'm like, I'm sure they were very racist.
0: Yeah. But at the same time, there's not like a whole dish Connect like you don't have to now eat soup and right. be like I can taste it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, no, that's that's always like especially family recipes. There's always a story of just like oh well because you know the plague hit the village and uh, all of the livestock died, so the only thing they had to cook was 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 bread and and dung beetles, and then we had to mush those together into this sauce it's like every story that becomes like a regional lay it's always like a you know it's a quote peasants dish is kind of what they're always called in like europe especially yeah you know where it was like cause people because people were actually cooking and experimenting because they had to <laughs> like,
0: which which finally i know that especially if you're a listener that tunes in for a very specific reason i know you've been waiting so which finally <laughs> brings me to my first story that i've been wanting to tell you um, OK. About. OK. So <laughs> there's a there's a friend that I have that has a family recipe. Now, it's not a famous family recipe where they just gawk over it all the time. But this right. is just he finally asked. It, it was a, it's a soup. And yeah. um, it's just called, their family just calls it Jericho soup, right? Because they're. Jericho soup? Yeah. they and I, I'm sure it's it just. Was like,
1: made by the wrestler Chris Jericho.
0: It was indeed. <laughs> he, and it he, tastes, kicked,
1: he kicked in the door to our house, came and made this banging soup, and then disappeared.
0: It tastes like knees, all right? <laughs> <laughs> but. This this Jericho soup, which I'm sure, like he listed some of the stuff. In it, and I was like, "Do you mean minestrone?" Like, like it was. <laughs> there's nothing sadder than when somebody has a family recipe and you're like, "Yeah, do you mean regular lasagna?" Like, yeah. I don't think your grandma invented lasagna. Yeah.
1: No, I think your mom made it sound more special so you'd fucking eat it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like- so what ended up happening was the the as the story goes, is that. They, in an old mining town, his great, great, however many grades it takes, grandfather, Jericho, right. made the soup out of what was just left in in the, what do you call it? Basically, like, left in the pantry of the kitchen. Okay. And turned out to be really good. And yeah. so then the the mining they were doing, I think they were, like, gold miners. So it was kind of like an every man uh, for okay. himself thing. And so like (laughs) gold, clearly this is I felt bad because even in the story, his his great, great granddaddy Jericho is kind of like the last dude to buy Bitcoin. Like he out there, (laughs) he he getting out there and he's heard stories and like his his dude that used to be his neighbor is like riding a Ferrari horse now. Like like he's just he's seeing the money.
1: It's like it's like 1910 now. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna finally get in this gold rush. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, we have cars now. What are you doing?
0: Um, <laughs> it's and so then, oof. Okay, so then <laughs> he makes the soup, and then is it's in such a big batch that he like just freely out of the goodness of his heart gives it to some other miners. Okay. The other miners really like young,
1: it. Young, young children.
0: Yeah. They were probably way too young to be out there mining.
1: Uh, miners who are miners. Yeah. <laughs> was the joke I was
0: doing. No, no, no. I mean, but you said that and now I'm like, people did go no, out I, there with their whole family. So I'm sure it's like
1: I was just doing wordplay and then I realized, yeah, they probably were all yeah. fucking eleven.
0: No, he got little hands. He can fish through the dirt mm-hmm. easier.
1: Yep, yep.
0: Imagine if your whole job is being little and you start growing and your dad's like,
1: damn. You don't have it anymore. You're a has-been,
0: son. <laughs> get you, you, out of here! Oh, you used to be popping, and now you got
1: normal-sized hands. Now <laughs> get out of here! What do
0: I need you for? I don't need extra big hands.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't need some big guy. I don't need that anymore. We're not doing construction.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then he made the soup for all the other miners, and it got to the point where, you know. Mining, especially for gold was not really happening. He was, he was just losing money and getting hungrier and yeah. the soup was cheap. So he was making the soup just to live now. Like now it wasn't right. even a like, ah, oh, this is what I got left. This is like just straight up to live. And so right. then someone told him that he should just start, um, like not even a, really a restaurant. They were like, you should just sell your soup out at the saloon or whatever.
1: Yeah little soup stand.
0: Yeah. And so he was like, that's a good idea. But, you know, classic Jericho, late to the punch. By the time he goes to the near salute, there's another miner who he actually gave some of the soup and re- sort of reverse engineered the soup and is now right. selling the soup like exactly what he wants to be doing but it's Damn. a it's a worse it's a worse version of the soup because it's not okay. like dude wasn't a chef he was just like it was hot and wet and it had like a little bit of pepper in it so <laughs>
1: <laughs> imagine if you asked a waiter like uh, what's what's like in the soup of the day They're like uh, it's hot and it's uh, quite wet <laughs> and and there's i am going to say salt I'm going to say it's salty
0: yeah and, and so
1: then I'm new here I just started
0: <laughs> he realizes that he's like hey that's that's my recipe cuz i guess the guy got close enough that he was like that's
1: my wet pepper soup
0: yeah and so then he's snapping off like that's my wet pepper soup you can't do this blah blah, blah. <laughs> and then the owner's like all right well you two figure it out because i don't i don't really care who sells the soup out of this place. He didn't take up for the new guy, but he was also like, I don't want problems with this other guy, because I guess the soup was selling very well. Right. And then (laughs) in a fit of rage, because then the dude was like, I don't know, obviously I'm not privy to the actual conversation, but the dude said something tantamount to like, you ain't patting the soup. I can sell soup. It's just hot, wet pepper soup. It's not like you're a genius or anything. It's just hot, wet pepper soup. Yeah. And so then the the, like on a different day, Jericho comes back, goes to whatever makeshift kitchen they have, whatever like wooden stone situation, the wooden stove situation they got going on and sees the dude making the soup in the moment and topples the the pot like this huge pot of soup onto the guy and burns him. Okay. Burns him pretty, pretty good. Like okay. he burns him so good. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Never mind. Not good. Oh, he burns him so. <laughs> I really shouldn't. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so he. <laughs> Well, now I don't want to be that jerk that makes people wonder. He burned him so good that his kid's gonna be burned, like just (laughs) because he got him like he got him like waist down. So like that's right. That that's hot balls, right? (laughs) It changes a man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and then uh, so he went to. It, like he, what was it? Went to jail for a little bit, like for the assault, because it wasn't like like it was pretty wild west, but it wasn't so wild west that you could just <laughs> bar, right yeah. burn a man's whole bottom half and not see consequences, right? And uh, which I'm a little disappointed that they didn't have a duel. Like that seems like perfect. Those are perfect high noon duel actions.
1: But you said it was pretty late in the gold rush. So I I think like the Wild West is over and now we're approaching the 20s maybe.
0: Yeah, so. but still there weren't that. It, it was probably like two cops in the whole like area, you know. <laughs> Probably like a sheriff and a deputy. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I mean, how how many? No, for sure. There's no way they had a... Even now you go places where there's not a police station. There's a police room. Because there's two policemen. (laughs) You only need one
1: locker. That's the cop closet right there. Yeah. And, we keep our cop.
0: and so he goes to Goes to jail and while he's in Jail someone asks him you know What he's in for whatever he either way he makes Conversation with a person and then describes This wet pepper soup and they're like mm. That sounds delicious And so then um, <laughs> So then he gets out And not even he wasn't even in there that long Right I don't know how justice worked back there But they were like "Ah, you You slept here enough nights and so so then <laughs> so then it turns out that one of the people not kind
1: of early for quality soup like yeah, yeah
0: he, he and he wouldn't find this out till later but it turns out one of the people who um, he told about the soup and like you know told about the guy who stole the thing and everything started a um, canned soup company of that soup and then they, it's now defunct but Right. So now when they eat that soup as a family, they're like, oh, Jericho was done dirty too many times for this wet pepper soup. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, crazy Jericho. Yeah. But imagine imagine going and to they jail. They say if you don't finish your soup, he comes at night and he throws it all over your crotch. <laughs> <laughs> you finish your Jericho soup.
0: Because imagine a situation where somebody stole your recipe locally, and then right. you, in a fury, just venting to someone in jail. Tell them about it, and then they go ahead and approve their life and bless themselves. Right, <laughs> doing the same thing. <laughs> it's not, I mean, it's not like it's still around. It's not like and his name was was Campbell. Like, what's well, like, like? I was
1: I was waiting for that to be like. It, it's just them eating like Campbell's chicken noodle soup, and they're just like, this is Jericho's soup. He made it.
0: Nah, nah. It's just them eating what I can only describe as probably like. I don't know. It sounds like Minestrone. And then that, that that's why I felt bad. Even in
1: Well, maybe the, the guy in the cell with him was was uh, Dave Minestrone. What's up? One second.
0: There's a mosquito in here, and it's not going to leave me alone. One minute. Oh, God.
1: All right. Everyone knows Josh's vendetta when there's any kind of bug in the room. And he's hungry, so he's, he's kind of a wild card today. Um, he's now left the Zoom screen, and I believe he is hunting this bug. sounds like there's a there's a scuffle <laughs> he's got he's walked <laughs> uh he just walked by armed with a sandal uh, he made a leaping hit on the ceiling there got
0: that motherfucker got him I on the first try
1: <laughs>
0: that nothing ma- like that makes me so mad like it make it makes me Furious right. whenever stuff like that happens. that There's just like a mosquito that just will not. Ooh, ooh,
1: You The way you looked up and like with shocked anger, I I my first thought was I'm like, "Fuck!" Did a bat get into his apartment? Like you looked way too angry for it to be a mosquito. But I don't know. You you always have such palpable anger when there's ever a bug around you when we were recording.
0: Just like come out at night. <laughs> It's not it's All not that serious. Come out at night, bite me in my sleep. At least I'll sleep um, through it.
1: Weird trade-off. Okay.
0: Because it's gonna happen. That's nature. You can't For sure. you can't help that. For sure. But still, it's like it's it's hot in my room. I'm trying to do something. Leave me right. alone. And now look at you. You're dead. <laughs> look, Died under a slipper. Life. Like a bitch. <laughs>
1: Oh, no. Bugs
0: make me so mad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Talk more about that.
0: Okay. Well, one time uh, this kid (laughs) when I was in Sunday school, this kid had this like prank that he was doing to everybody. So it wasn't he wasn't bullying me. He wasn't singling me out. But just out of sheer reaction, he had this thing where he would he would um, take a straw like uh, the paper around a straw. Yeah, And the same way you'd roll it up for a spitball, he rolled it up into just a long little piece of paper. Okay. And he would make a bug noise while putting that piece of paper in your ear so that you would think a fly fully crawled in your ear. And out of just sheer shock, I...
1: I threw soup on his crotch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wish. I whipped around, but I whipped around so fast and like just... Already rubbing my ear, trying to get it out, that I elbowed yeah. him in the face.
1: Oh, jeez! And
0: it was, and it, and then he was like, he he. <laughs> I really didn't mean to hurt him. I didn't even know he was behind me, but he was just like so shocked that that it, I think he thought I knew he was going to do it, and then I hit him for it, and I didn't. Right. I just like whipped around, <laughs> and then he was still too close to me, so that my elbow just perfectly caught his cheek, and he went down.
1: Oh jeez! <laughs> Did you knock him out? Is he okay? No, nah, he was he was fine, but he was just right. he, he was
0: in a wide stare. <laughs> uh, oh man, yeah, yeah.
1: Oof. are you like are you like a? Is there any part of you that's afraid of bugs, or you just don't like them? Like, I'm afraid of some bugs. All? Yeah,
0: you're afraid of some bugs. Yeah. Like, what
1: bugs are you afraid of?
0: Um. I'm afraid of like, it, it's crazy because you only see them at the zoo. But those big bull hissing cockroaches—that's oh, yeah, too yeah. much. Like, like I right. already hate when a cockroach can fly, but when right. one can fly and can make a noise, <laughs> guys, stop. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, like, like yeah. that—that—that's too much. Because then apparently they can also bite, and now they're just a whole terrorist animal.
1: Well, bugs can bite. Like,
0: not really, some. right?
1: I mean, any of them that have a mouth and mandibles, yeah, they can. I mean, not yeah, some don't necessarily. Yeah, bite, there's
0: whole spiders that don't bite. Well, they just they
1: just don't bite. They can.
0: Yeah, but those those roaches bite. So they hiss, they fly, and they bite. So you're not getting well, away.
1: Well, it's because they're the big hissing ones that they always put them in movies and stuff like that. So they're probably just pissed off. They don't get to just hang out. They're <laughs> don't to take do, up
0: for them. Don't take, don't don't be on their side.
1: <laughs> how do you feel? How do you feel about cicadas? Because I know that's one that like people always seem to be like particularly freaked out about, but they're they're just annoying.
0: I don't I don't care for them at all. I hate looking at right. them, and I I don't think like if one landed on me, I would just swat it off really fast. But I wouldn't be as like scarred as if like a hissing cockroach right. landed on my chest.
1: Right. Well, because some people are so grossed out at skates, I think just because like they shed their skin, and then they are just loud as hell, where you know you just hear them all day in the summer. Just what I'm assuming, saying what I'm assuming is just yeah. <laughs> I assume it's just that they're just <laughs> they're just reveling in being awake now after their their seven year slumber or whatever it is that yeah. they do. Yeah, they just, they just come out and they're just oh yeah. <laughs> Just screaming nonstop.
0: Yeah, cicadas are the finance bros of the insect
1: world. <laughs> yeah, I like to think so. Cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, party foul. Yeah. What? I'll oh, speak. That that just reminded me. Party foul. This has nothing to do with anything we we're just talking about. But I was I was in Las Vegas recently, and bragging. Uh, one point, I, huh? Bragging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went and I I threw away some money, <laughs> but I. Uh, <laughs> I was, I went to the bathroom at one point and, uh, this dude comes in and he just goes, uh, when I, I saw him in, he was at like one of the blackjack's table, like going nuts. And then he comes in the bathroom and I just hear him go like, woohoo, what's up to just to everybody. And everyone's just like peeing. No one's ignores it. He just sits there at the the urinal and then the, uh. Uh, then one guy had a drink on his journal, some different guy, and that fell off and shattered. I felt glass hit, like, the back of my feet, like this glass drop. Luckily, there was, like, a, a janitor in there, so he started cleaning up. And that the drunk guy just goes, but party foul! Party foul, man! And then I finish, and I'm going to wash my hands. I hear him go, he's like, don't worry, man, it happens to all of us. And, like, still no one's talking to him. And as I'm leaving, I just hear him go, not a lot of talkers in here, huh? <laughs> it was just, it was just, just this man having this conversation by himself.
0: Oh my gosh, that's so funny. That yeah, that I really is. like, cause I'm sure I've been that dude without being drunk. <laughs> I'm sure I've been like, ah man, Shark Week, y'all. <laughs> 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 People are like, what? What are you? Oh,
1: No one. No one cares. Oh, OK. Oh,
0: OK. I, I thought Top Golf loved Shark Week. I, right. I'm sorry for coming over to y'all's booth and just try to make conversation. What? You know, I'll let you get like, back to play at Angry Birds.
1: And that happens. Like, you know, it when you're drunk, you're at like a bar, restroom, whatever. You tend to sometimes you will end up like just having a joke with somebody or whatever. But like. It was like a big casino, but it was this was in the Bellagio. Like we walked over there, and it was in that. <laughs> it was like a pretty big bathroom. Yeah, and like, like, ever we were already in there. Just everyone's just going pee. Like, but woo, part foul. Now that talker's in here, huh? Like he was bummed out. He, like, he was bummed it wasn't having like a dive bar experience. You know. Yeah. Yeah which can be fun. Like, the only time I I I just decided to talk to him. guy, I was drunk in a bar and he was next to me and he looked angry but he had this, like, really manicured, like, beard that came to, like, a point, kind of. Uh, and He had, like, his hair slicked back and he had, like, uh, uh you know, the spacers in his ears. It was kind of a cool-looking dude. I just sat there and I just looked over and I go, man, one of us in here looks really badass and the other one is me. And then he just looked over at me, like, looking all angry and then he smiled and he goes, oh, thanks, man. And then, <laughs> like, <laughs> and then started telling me like how he brushes his beard to that point and i'm like this is adorable <laughs> uh, oh man well, you, josh didn't care for that one
0: all right no no i'm just saying like there's okay there's no feeling like when you think a dude is about to fight you and then he smiles <laughs> yeah yeah it's a very specific feeling to be like yeah. Like we like like yeah. we I broke you with my charm. Yeah. This was almost <laughs> yeah. this was almost gonna be uh a 911 call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead we exchanging
1: numbers. Yeah, we friends.
0: Mm-hmm. Tell me about that beard.
1: Oh, another thing that happened when I was in Vegas though, because we recently talked about uh wild uh Uber drivers. Um I was there with a couple friends on our way to LA and we uh Decided we were going to go to like the like Fremont, like the old strip or whatever in Vegas, you know. And we were kind of on the main strip, so we were, we were getting an Uber to go there. And first, I I noticed on the uh Uber app, like it shows that he, he the it, it put us like the location put us in the wrong uh casino lot, and there was no mm-hmm. way to like get over there quick. So I called him just to be like, Oh, hey, by the way, we're actually across the street at this casino. And I call him, and the first thing I hear when he answers it, he answers it and just goes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, great. He's, I'm like, he's, I'm like, he is smoking right now. Oh
0: my gosh.
1: And I'm just like, hey, uh, you're about to pick me up. He's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm coming. I'm almost there. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, I'm letting you know we're across the street. So turn left instead of right. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, thanks. He pulls up. Young guy. And it we talk end up talking to us a little bit and like found out he's like twenty-one, like, and he's getting through college right now. So young kid, high out of his mind. I could tell he was so fucking high. And then we're driving away. I talked about being from Iowa. Oh no, first what came up was I can't remember why. Somehow marriage came. He was like, either are you guys married? And I just said no. And I'm like, I have been. And he immediately goes, he's like, he's like, So what were you thinking when you got married? And I was like, I don't I don't. I don't know. Like at the time, was like this is a good idea. Like I don't like. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, he's like, I don't know if I'd ever do it. And I'm just like, what? Okay, what is this? Yeah. And he like kept asking about like what my where my head was at when I got married. I'm like, I'm I'm like, dude, I was 22. I don't know. Yeah. And I thought about being from Iowa. He's like, that kind of what happens there. I'm like, yeah, it's small town stuff. It's what you kind of do. And he's like, so Iowa. Do you guys got like scarecrows everywhere? Ah. And I was like, "No, I'm like it's uh, modern farming doesn't have a lot of scarecrows."
0: Yeah, yeah. We we have, we have lots of guns to shoot the yeah. crows if we need yeah, to. It's like,
1: well, you know, and I I think right now the pesticides probably just kills the crows more than anything. We don't yeah. have a lot of crows just flying through. Also,
0: fields. what what a weird line of questioning. Like now we're we're yeah. almost we're almost teetering on racism to white people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And then here's the 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 final push over the edge of, of weird. <laughs> he because then he goes, um, he's like, but scarecrows, because like, don't they like come to life at night?
0: And this dude is driving.
1: He's driving and clearly high, and thinks scarecrows are real. And he's just like, don't, he's like, they like come to life at night. And I go, no. And he's just like staring at me, real intense. I'm, I'm sitting up in, I'm sitting up front with him too, because my buddies are in the back. I'm sitting like up front. And I'm just like, no. And I I just said, like, that, that doesn't happen. It's not real. What I wanted to say was, no, because magic isn't real, you fucking idiot. But
0: what? Obviously, I'm glad this didn't happen. This next scenario, right. I'm glad yes. that it did not happen. But what would have been crazy in the movie version of what you're telling me is right as he says that he hits a person and is <laughs> like, oh, no, it's probably a Scarecrow. That's OK. We're just going to
1: keep driving. Yeah. Or he stops and gets out and the guy gets up and touches his face and he's like, Scarecrow. And then he turns into a scarecrow. So it's like thinner, but scarecrow. Yeah. Uh um, that okay. So John and John, my buddy with me, he was so certain he's like, that guy was messing with us. I'm like, how is making himself seem that weird prank me? I mean, I guess it made me think about it, but I'm like, no, he seemed shocked. And I've met adults who like still believe in some sort of weird magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, especially in a region they're not from. They're like, I don't know, man. I've never, I've never been to South Florida. Isn't that where the Dementors are? Like, you, know, like you'll hear shit like that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like, okay, so then <laughs> it, it does make sense though. If he had, because they, they cracked down on this, but a guy was doing it for a little while. If they, if he had a camera in the, yeah. in the Uber, you were probably on his YouTube channel. Maybe. Like that would make sense it, to me.
1: And that's fine, man. You know tag me in it give me them subscribers but like I'm just (laughs) (laughs) because I was just I mean like it was if again if that was a prank it was a bad prank yeah it doesn't make sense as a prank (laughs) no because I was just like it's me just going no it
0: reminds me there's
1: no funny reveal
0: (laughs) it reminds me of the time I think you know like I can't remember if we were in New York or not, but Sally and I got in this Uber and it was when, yeah. it was at the height of like people really trying to be, before the real corporate uniformity of Ubers sprouted up and people were like, right. before they were like, your car can't be more than two years old, like all that goofy stuff. Yeah. Um, and people could really express their creativity as drivers and everything. This guy, we got in this car that didn't even feel like a car. There were so many lights in the car. <laughs> There were so many lights in the car that I was like, "How can he see?" Yeah. And so so there were and some of them were like strobing. like he had like a yeah. tiny revolving disco ball at the top like at the top ceiling of the car.
1: Oh, that's great!
0: And there was all multicolored lights going the whole time. You're like, and then the m- you're
1: like, damn, is this the cash cab?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then the music was also going like the the music was like that EDM type, you know? Oh hell yeah! And and then he had like all these different candies hanging out in pouches behind the thing, which at least one of those had to be drugs. Like uh, there's, there's no way that at least one of those candies wasn't an edible or something. And, and so, you know, (laughs) the thing that offset all of this though, is that he was clearly trying and here's the thing. I'm everyone listening and everybody that knows me knows like I'm weird. So I'm not saying this in a judgy (laughs) way at all. I'm really not like I'm rooting for this dude. Okay. Right. But he's clearly trying to be an extrovert. So he's going the extra mile because he's yes. clearly not yes. an extroverted person. And so when he starts talking to us, yeah, it is the most – it's the full antithesis of what's actually happening in the car. So the car right. is like lights going – like lights are flashing our right. eyes to a point where it's almost uncomfortable. And the music is like – and then he's like, so are you guys from here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and, and we're like oh yeah we you know i think we we're in new york i was like yeah we we live here and everything's like oh that's that's nice i used to live in park slope and now i'm over in bushwick and i i just i've, I've always really like what's your favorite flavor of ice cream because my favorite flavor is vanilla people kind of Sleep on vanilla, but vanilla as a vanilla bean is probably one of the most interesting flavors that I've that I've ever come across. Uh, I, I also like um, chocolate, but I don't like to get too crazy. You know, that's how this dude's energy <laughs> is the entire time, <laughs> and, it, and it gets wow. to the point where I'm almost shocked that he wants this much violence going on in his car. <laughs>
1: right because it's, it's 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 did you have to borrow insane. your friend's car did you have to yeah <laughs> this dude did you sorry did you borrow this car from your Whip it dealer like where did
0: you yeah <laughs> wait actually do it so do it again okay so how long have you you two been dating um oh we've been together for you know oh I guess a couple years now oh that's that's nice I you know I'm I'm on the dating um scene myself but i guess i'm
1: get your fucking ass up
0: you know the thing is that when you when you message especially you know i don't want to speak ill but like especially when you message women sometimes sometimes they match you on like tinder or bumble and stuff but then i i hit them up asking them what their favorite butterfly is and they don't reply (laughs) um so like wait are you are you on a date now? Is this a date? <laughs> <laughs> dude, it was uh, it, w- it was that like sounds. that the entire ride and it was our ride
1: home. So
0: it was like 30 <laughs> it was like 30 <laughs> minutes of that.
1: <laughs> Just thumping music and, Just and droning conversation.
0: Hard, like, oh dude I could feel and if uh, we finally had to ask him to turn it down, but I had right. I could feel it in my stomach. Like I could feel <laughs> like I could feel the bass <laughs> going through me. And then he was just like, Do you have a favorite type of um a favorite type of butterfly?
1: <laughs> <laughs> did he actually ask you that question? I do want to know. Did yeah, he ask you favorite yeah. type of butterfly? Did he really my man knew butterflies? In what way? did, knew, did like, that come knew- out of nowhere? He just started talking about butterflies? I guess so. I don't even know how we got on butterflies.
0: <laughs> but I, but like, he straight up was like, he said he asked something when he's like on dating sites and stuff like that. And then, and then.
1: Oh, because you he, mentioned, ask her what her favorite butterfly is. Yeah. Is and
0: then he asked us, I was like, oh, I don't know, like, the, the red one. Like, I, like, I had no idea. was nothing gonna say, for that's him. A,
1: that is a, that is a question that will get you nothing in return unless you like you're trying to weed out people who don't know their fucking butterflies yeah (laughs) but
0: but then because
1: even you asking me like and i you know i'm kind of a a dork for weird animals uh but if you ask me my favorite butterfly i don't know monarchs it's the one i can name because we had to watch a documentary about it in school
0: exactly (laughs) exactly like past the monarch you just start saying colors and so then my man
1: oh there's like those little blue ones those are Pretty, I guess. Yeah. Uh, He goes from making uh,
0: conversation with us to going to Butterflies to going to Game of Thrones without trying to spoil anything. So it was just (laughs) it was just the most abridged. It felt like him telling us about his love of Game of Thrones and like all the all the stuff with Game of Thrones he was into without, cause we told him we hadn't seen it yet. So without right. him trying to ruin it felt like when they play a rap song on the radio, that's just full of curse words. Cause he just right. kept stopping mid sentence. Cause he knew he was about <laughs> to give something away. <laughs> so that he, he was talking to us and he was like, yeah. And I, I love the part where, so later on, as you get to watch it, you'll see that the white Walker, Ooh, so, um, in in season four, it was just it was one of those things where he was doing a good job. He did successfully didn't then, spoil anything.
1: And then seriously, with the goes to the and then they end credits.
0: <laughs> but you'll get to that eventually. You'll
1: get to that. You'll get to all that. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, butterflies.
0: my man, my man was hyped about butterflies, Game of Thrones, and just getting to know us. And I wonder, it, it, you know, sadly, it was before you could tip in the app.
1: Oh, so it was that early? It
0: was. It was kinda. pretty early. This was. Yeah. This was years ago.
1: Yeah. This. Was, I remember my my first Uber experience because I'd never done it before, and I didn't even have the app on my phone. I didn't really even know how it worked. But my girlfriend at the time, this is when I lived in Chicago just for maybe a year and a half by that point. And then she ordered an Uber. We were at someone's place. And then we go out, and it's this big minivan. And then there's a the driver. And then and she was like a younger woman. And then riding next to her was, I think, clearly her mom. And I just saw her. And I was like a little drunk, too, I think. We were coming from a party, and I walk out. <laughs> so I just kind of leaned over to my girlfriend's driving, I'm like, is there supposed to be just another person in here? And I didn't realize, too, like the stories of, some bad stuff happening in ubers so i'm like oh i'm sure she just had her there as like because it was at night i'm sure it's just to have like protection you know another person mm-hmm. in the car but i was so weirded out because i'm like i've never done this before this is like an old because like you said it was before they had like the regulations of what type of car so it's like and not only an old minivan it was not the type of car it said it was gonna be in the app and i'm just like so i walk out i'm like we're just gonna get in this van that is not in the phone and there's just another person in there and I'm like and I'm the only man in the car but I'm like fearing for myself be like this all seems really questionable. <laughs> I'm the cutest
0: <laughs> one they don't come get me.
1: <laughs> and then later it all made sense but in my drunk mind using a, a new service that I'd never used before. Um it was just all alarming. It all felt I'm like I feel like this is just a, a we called a kidnapping is what I feel like happened just yeah.
0: now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love I loved the ride chairs that definitely didn't last like the ones that remember git oh, okay.
1: yeah oh, which one git vaguely but like
0: yeah they they expanded way too fast like, they, like right. they expanded so fast that I'm sure that they were like their corporate was just calling random drivers like so can you be out today or anything cause like you the only one in Phoenix so <laughs> we were lying on you Jared okay yeah you don't show up we don't show up
1: yeah well, hey man, should we open up the uh, mailbag quick?
0: Listen, Marcy, all right? <laughs> <laughs> you you one of three drivers we got in Seattle, so we gonna need you to cover ground, okay?
1: Didn't re- didn't realize he was uh, didn't realize he wasn't done with that one. I'll just wait. <laughs> <All> I <right>, Marvin,
0: <laughs> how long it take to drop somebody off from Bushwick to Bed Stuy? <laughs>
1: Uh, Mailbag. It's already been opened. Um, This first one is from... The name is Mediocre Musician. And the title of the email is Slugma. Uh, Hello, y'all. I have a quick story, but I personally think that it is hilarious. This happened a few minutes ago. So I was watching a live stream of a guy opening some Pokemon packs... Uh, Now I know nothing about Pokemon, but I was very bored and somewhat interested, so I kept watching. In one of the packs that he opened, he unpacked a Pokemon called Slugma. Immediately, I started to laugh, since it sounded very similar to that old joke about Sugma. You know, the Sugma nuts. (laughs) (laughs) So I typed into the chat a simple, Slugma balls, bitch. (laughs) The guy just stopped opening the pack, sighed very loudly, and then permanently banned me from his channel.
0: <laughs>
1: I was heartbroken. Anyways, I love your show. Keep up the great work, you goofy cornballs. Toodles, Connor. Connor. That
0: is so amazing, because that means that that dude must put up with that stop like like for him to (laughs) sigh before it happened exactly that wasn't the first person that he banned oh (laughs) man well thank you so much connor for for writing it and sharing that that's that's wild too when someone (laughs) live stream and you actually have an effect on them and it's just it's not even an anger or like a laugh it's it's like
1: Oh. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't even make them do like a, like a, hey shut up. Hey, everyone in the chat, can you fucking cool it please? It wasn't that's usually what you get. yeah But to just have them just stop doing what they're doing and go block <laughs> <laughs> and then back to their pokemon cards. Oh my gosh, that's funny. It's pretty amazing. So, um, uh, I don't I guess kudos to you, Connor, for achieving that. Yeah. Okay, and then this one here is from they signed it RK. Uh, and the title is, On Passing Out in Front of Healthcare Professionals, A Cautionary Tale. I like when that, so that had a subtitle, too. Yeah. That was that was mm-hmm. nice. Uh, <laughs> hi, Josh, and Logan, but mostly Josh. Okay, hurtful. Um, <laughs> and they put and Logan in parentheses, suits It's hi, Josh, parentheses, and Logan, not parentheses, but mostly Josh. Josh, I heard <laughs> your joke about how you fainted while getting a corona test. I, too... F- Faint at the slightest provocation. Next time you visit a healthcare professional, remember the following story uh, Needles tend to do it for me. Getting shots, drawing blood, the sensation causes me to black out. One time I was at the doctor to get a TB test. I thought a TB test is so brief, I won't fail. Th- I won't faint this time, not fail this time. <laughs> <laughs> I failed my last TB test, but surely this one. Yeah, I, I failed
0: my last TB test. I'm from 1880.
1: <laughs> 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 I'll pass this one. Look, I made some um, good
0: soup and
1: uh <laughs> I won't faint this time. The nurse asked if I was ready and I said, "Yes." I felt a poke in my arm. Hello darkness, my old friend. <laughs> 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 when I woke up, the nurse was staring at me. "What happened?" she asked. "Oh, I'm sorry. Sometimes shots make me pass out," I said. "Well, you should have told me that. Don't you know I just got back from vacation?" <laughs> she was incredulous but also amused. Um, I'm so sorry. She says, this is my first day back at work from vacation. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I'll be sure to tell you next time. And that's the reason you should always ask your healthcare professional if they recently took a vacation. (laughs) In in all seriousness, you you guys are really funny. I can't drink almond milk without chuckling anymore. Uh (laughs) Well, at least you're drinking almond milk and not the coffee creamer. All right. You want to
0: act like that's not a nice mistake, but it's fine. Keep going. Keep
1: going. That's fine. No, I just love that. I love that reaction of the nurse only saying, like, I just got back from vacation. (laughs) It's like, yeah, also, I passed out. (laughs) Do do, do your job. Help me. (laughs) Well, look,
0: look, I can't. I I understand what the nurse is saying, which, you know, I don't like to tease too much since we only yeah. we're only weekly. But I'm gonna do an episode of uh back from vacation stories of me and friends. Because right. when you have a crazy day on your first day back, it almost like wipes out all the tranquility and recuperation of the vacation. Oh, for sure. You know? Yeah. So if you if you show up back as a nurse, you're back first day, maybe first two hours. And you already got somebody passed out in front of you. Because here's the thing. When people pass out, it does look like they died. Like it, like it you you, <laughs> you can't know for sure immediately, like, oh, right. that was a pass out fall. That wasn't a dying fall. Right, yeah. And so you're you're, you know, taking blood, give it a shot, whatever. And then they pass out. You don't know what's going on in their chest, in their stomach. <laughs> <laughs> this might be a dead person out. You went from you went. <laughs> You went from Cancun to dead person in front of you <laughs> <laughs> with only a flight in between. And that wasn't a good right. day because you were traveling.
1: I just like, though, that in this scenario, too, it comes out the like the the burden now is on the patient to be like, did you are you just back from vacation? Instead of saying like, to, hey, I pass out if you poke with needles. <laughs> but instead of being like, did you, yeah. did you just get back from some relaxing no okay then just dive in buddy
0: i always try to tell people what i'm like i like i tell people up top i'm like hey just so you know there's gonna be a lot
1: (laughs) man that's how we should start opening the show yeah
0: yeah Uh, (laughs) because because i even told i told someone uh so in between one of my uh corona tests for a thing i was shooting I had, to get, I had to get two tests before I shot it. And I remember the first one went kind of okay. Like, my nose bled a little and everything. Um, but then the second one was at the same place with the same person. But even though it was the same place, same person, I was still like, hey, just so you know, as a warning ahead of time, I might scream. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I might scream. He's like, "Have you screamed before?" I was like, "No, but last time I really wanted to."
1: <laughs> so I may, I may give in. So I may scream, and she was like, to "My animal instincts on this." Was one. it
0: your last one with me? I'm like, "Yeah, but just so you know, I almost like right before you pulled out, <laughs> I almost started screaming." Wow! And so I might scream and, this time. <laughs>
1: And you've had a lot more than those of those done than me. The I've only had the one like up the nose corona yeah. test. Um and like yeah, I mean it was weird. They get deep, but
0: You know what it is? I think we've said this the on the podcast that- before, but the closer we've got to the present, the shallower the test gets.
1: Yeah, you've told me that. Yeah. Like-
0: the the first test I ever got, I was like, that was that was too much. I'll never get. Yeah. Go ahead and let me get sick. That, I don't I don't that care about
1: mo- that one. Moved my eyeball. Yeah, because <laughs> they
0: put it so far back that like I didn't know if she was gonna be able to get it out. Like it was the worst <laughs> sensation. <laughs> and then obviously they were all kind of like. Whatever, 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 whatever. Almost scream, didn't scream. All that stuff. Passed out. Whatever, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. Then the most like recent one I got, they might as well flick my nose. Like it, like it did. It wasn't the same <laughs> depth at all. I was like, unless you get, unless you can have corona on your nose hair, that wasn't a good enough test.
1: Well, maybe now with those new variants, they're gonna start going deep again.
0: Ooh, I don't wish that on. <laughs> I guess that's true. I I would wish it on a couple people. I
1: mean, you'd wish it on, well, (laughs) I'd also wish it on people who maybe have it and don't know. Uh, Yeah, but like. Get a good test.
0: Yeah, that's just, well, I would, I I hate blood. I'll pass out if I have to like do like a blood test. But some some of those corona tests were so bad, I was like, blood would have been better.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, anyway, thank you, RK, for that email.
0: Thank you so much. Uh, this has been the Josh Johnson Show. I am Josh Johnson. <laughs> I know I started weird, so I'm just trying to make up for it now. But if you want to catch up with,
1: <laughs> by making it weird still, or well,
0: I was about to move on, but now we're okay. we're in a whole thing now.
1: I, you just said that, and I wanted to clarify. Did you mean I said that because you were looking at me a, like that with a with a great smooth outro? Because I.
0: The way you just shook your head at me.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry this is a visual bit, but he had his mouth open and eyes wide and you went. (laughs) And I've never seen you make that fucking face in the entirety of our friendship. (laughs) It looked like you shut off your face for a second. Just like, oh. (gasps) <gasps>
0: yeah. I can't wait for us to both have our cameras because then, then I think that you'll be able to see this this uh I I'll tell you I'll tell you the full thing another time, but one time my friend was so exhausted with being corrected. Mm. He was trying to just get through the story he was telling, but yeah. we were also there so he was just telling us a little piece right. of the story we hadn't heard, and right. every detail of the story he was getting wrong. So then right. he was like, okay, remember on Wednesday? And we were like, actually, it was Thursday. And then he was like, <laughs> "Like it was, it was all that stuff. But he kept getting interrupted. And finally, this is the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. He rolled his eyes, his mouth, and his head at the same time. <laughs> and I thought his head was going to float away. <laughs> he went, he went... And like, (laughs) I have to, I'll tell the story again when you can actually see us, but
1: I'll I'll just release that portion of the video. But man, just like, (laughs) (laughs) and
0: I cried, I cried laughing because he just wanted to get through his story and the fifth person corrected him. He just had to shake it off in the sassiest way possible. You know what Samo Biles does like on the vault that's what he did with his head rolling. <laughs> All
1: right. Where can they find you Josh?
0: Uh you can find me on Instagram at Josh Johnson Comedy, on Twitter at Josh Johnson, Facebook at Josh J Comedy and YouTube at Josh Johnson Comedy where we are going to be posting clips of this show. And if you're looking for Logan
1: You can follow me on Instagram at Logan M. Nielsen. And if you want to get into the mailbag, email us, uh, joshjohnsonshow at gmail.com. You can also leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We like to read those in the mailbag, too. Um, And if you want to see us uh, make weird expressions in person... Uh, it'll be actually when this comes out this Saturday is our live podcast recording at Union Hall in Brooklyn, New York. Yeah.
0: Get your tickets in the link that we provide.
1: Yeah. That'll be in the bio of this episode.
0: So we would love to see you there. And if you have a mailbag for us and you've already bought a ticket, and you want us to, you know, potentially yes. read your mailbag? Let us know. Email us, but you know, put in the subject line like Brooklyn show and everything. Brooklyn
1: live show in yeah. the subject line and send us something because we're going to do some live mailbags. So, and include in that email, if you're going to be at the show, yeah. So then we know that we can maybe uh, have some fun with someone who's at the show uh, and c- try to keep the emails a little short and sweet too. I want—I don't want to, you know, read like three novels. I want to. G- <laughs> But I want to get through a few of them. I want to be able to ha- to like get a few. And then if you're going to be there, we can get more details from you there potentially. So Yeah,
0: we can ask follow-up questions in real time.
1: Exactly. And we're kind of making up the the live mailbag as we go. So uh, if you're there, you'll see how it's going to go when we find out how it's going to go. So.
0: <laughs> you, you'll actually be reaching in a physical mailbag this time
1: oh shit you well know? don't put that on me alright now I gotta right, got get a prop yeah and then you, you reach <laughs> in and
0: you're like oh my god a handful of blood <laughs> <laughs> um, well yeah I will see you very soon you're coming to New York
1: oh that was to me yes I am Yeah, I'm coming to New York this, this week yeah. i am coming in I'm excited we're gonna do some shows so follow us on the socials too you might find out where we're hanging out together yeah it'll be fun Yeah. All right. Well, go get something to eat. All right.